wonderful God. And He's worthy of all the praise. Say thank you to God this morning, and I'm grateful, excited to be with you guys today to share a word. I'm really excited as I was preparing for this sermon, finalizing it this week. I told my wife, I said, babe, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad. <laughs> Sometimes when I preach, you know, the Word of God gets excited. Peter know it, Cam, Reverend Cam know it. We get excited, and there's some words, y'all, it's, it's not so exciting to bring. But regardless, we're going to preach truth today. Here's what I ask you. No matter what I give you, you go home and study for yourself. Listen this morning, and thank God we got recordings. You can go back and rewind. You can go back and look at all the scriptures. But I just ask you that you don't take anything for just because your pastor's giving it to you. You got a responsibility to study to show yourself approved. So what I'm doing now is giving you something to study this week. It's not going to be easy to receive. And I say that because it wasn't easy to prepare. But God is going to speak to us. And because of it, maybe we can actually begin to see change falling. Because I do hear them, y'all. But understand, it starts where? In the Spirit. It starts in the Spirit and it manifests down. You guys, I want to talk to you today about a broken system. And I want to start my reading off today out of um, John 18, verses 36. And we'll read through verses 38. And this question, y'all, just this scripture just took me down a rabbit hole of questions. Something I've been reading all my life and I've just missed it. And this is what happens when God breaks you. The Spirit of God, the Word of God, takes a new shape in your life. Scriptures we've been reading our whole lives look different now because God has consecrated your heart. So watch this verse. Jesus answered Pilate as he stood there um, and Pilate wanted to give him into defense. Right? Jesus answered Pilate this way. And I start here to give great understanding. Jesus said to him, My kingdom is not of this world. I'm trying to get that. Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. So that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered and said, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause was I born, and for this cause I have come into the world that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. So, y'all, this ain't for everybody. This is for those that have given their lives to God. I'm talking in this series to Christians. He said, those who know me know my voice. Pilate said to him, well, what is truth? And when he had said this to him, he went out again to the Jews and said to him, I find no fault in him at all. Now, y'all, these verses, like I said, it took me on a journey because I was confused on why Christ would not claim this world. Foundation, I know he created it, so why would he not claim it? So it looks to me we need to pause and define, define what he means by world. How is your kingdom not of this world when you created it? 
The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the world. No, it didn't say world. It said what? So, because we need to look at some definitions. This world is yours, why not claim it? Then the Lord led me, y'all, watch this, to John 12, 31. You're going to go home and review this. It says this, now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. Wait a minute. When did there become a new ruler of this world? We're talking about Jesus Christ, y'all. Everything was made by him. and was nothing made that was made. Jesus made everything. But yet here he says, there's somebody else sitting on the throne, and I ain't claiming it. If we should take a moment to look at this on why God, who is the supreme ruler, would call another being a ruler. So I'm asking questions. When did Satan become the ruler of what you created? First John 5 and 19 says, We know that we are of God, and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Y'all hear that? Jesus Christ came and claiming, I don't run this world. There's another somebody who runs this world. And we have to pick. As I stated last week or, or the week before, and I thank God for Sister Keita in that word, I hope y'all had a praise on y'all tongue this week. Because if your brokenness ain't taking you to a praise, you ain't done being broken. <laughs> if you can't say hallelujah, God ain't done with the whip. So I thank you, Sister Keita, for that word last week. So watch this, watch this. There, there, there's a ruler. And God's saying it ain't him. Who is it? Here's where we pause. Let's look at the word cosmos. Let's look at the world word. Let's look at the word. That's a tongue twister. Let's look at the word world. The material universe. Watch this. That's one definition. Material universe. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? That's when you go to the Rockies, stand on the top of the mountain, and know it's the God that created it. When you stand on the edge of the ocean, on the land, and look out in the ocean, and it, it obeys God by staying where it's supposed to. Y'all do know nothing is holding it back but God's Word. And when that ocean stands there, you ought to sit on the beach and say, there must be a God that created this. So we look at the sun, the moon. Oh, my goodness, it's beautiful. We give glory to God because we know He created it. God did create the material universe. That's his. God claims that. What about the next definition, Cam? What about the next definition where it talks about the inhabitants? So a definition of the world is the people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whosoever believeth him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God claims what he created, which is you and me. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. We were made by him and not, our, not we ourselves. Come on, somebody. God created you and me. We are the world, and he claims it. But it's the third definition that stumped me foundation. It says this. That third definition of cosmos is talking about worldly affairs. The things of the world, the goods, the endowments, the riches, the advantages, the pleasures which stir our desires, watch this, Mike, and seduce us from God. When he says this, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul, right? It ain't talking about gaining friendship. It ain't talking about gaining land. It's talking about gaining the things of the world. Another definition. This 
is what God does not claim. God don't claim nothing of this world, y'all. Watch what he says, in, let's read it together in 1 John 2, 15 and 17. Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all, can y'all say all? I want to make sure we get this. God does not make a mistake. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, it is of the world. And the world, watch this, is doing what? Passing. I'm so excited. Y'all, I'm shaking up here because I'm excited to break chains over your mind. Some of the stuff we're praying for is the things of the world. And we wonder why God ain't moving it. It's the law. Here's the law. God, help me. Manage my emotions. Here's the law. I'm sitting in the bed praying this morning. God, help me preach today. If I don't get out the bed, I ain't sitting here. I don't care how much I pray, pray, pray. There's a law. Get up and go to city life. There are many things that we're praying that we think are tears. It's going to make God change his mind. But there are laws. So we're praying to God for things of the world. When God don't give us things of the world, we don't want nothing to do with him. So that's the first question. Let's, let's deal with this. So is God worldly? Because I always based it on things, right? Stuff, fancy things. So is God worldly when Solomon designed the temple? Is God worldly on how he designed the kingdom? The Bible says we, we, the streets is paved. Hold on. The streets is paved in gold. What does that tell you about God? He can care less about gold. We're going to walk on it. Oh, we're going to walk in the kingdom of God and go say, hey, take me off your shoes. <laughs> what we value, God can care less about. It has to be bigger, y'all, than just stuff. And it's so much deeper than that. And many of our depression is because we're trying to make it in the world. God is judged. Okay. Second Corinthians talked about it, the spirit of the world. Corinthians 7.31 talked about the fashions of the world. First Peter 1 and 4 says, the corruption that is in the world. Peter 2 and 20 says, the, the defilements that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Verse 17 out of John 2 and 15. And the world is passing away and the lust thereof. But he who does the will of the Father abides forever. What God is talking about in the definition number three is the system, y'all. I want y'all to hear me, please. God is talking about a system that he does not claim, and it's a system we all live in. So the biggest question, how can we live in the world and not be of it? Because the reason why spirit is not breaking out, Quentin, is because we ain't broke out the world. We're still in the world, and so our spirit is trapped within us. So when the church becomes worldly, we got to sit down with the rest of the world. When the church becomes worldly, the spirit no longer speaks to the church, CNN does. She who has an ear, let him hear what, what? The spirit is saying to the church, not down limits. But we wait for the, for the news to find out how we think of life. Y'all, listen, 
reason why we worldly have no power is because we've given up our spirit meaning for the world's meaning. That third definition, Q. God is hate. Watch this. He hates it. God hates this world. So when did it happen? That's a good question. When did it happen? My God created it. When did it transfer over? The day Adam sinned against God. This world's order trends away from God. Didn't the Bible say all that's in the world? Talking about orderly arrangement. Behind everything that is tangible, there's something intangible controlling it. Not only is there a planned system, there's a mind behind the system that God calls the wicked one. This system, y'all, is doing exactly what it was created to do. And we learn from the system and use the system to try to fix the system and wonder why each generation looks the same. We've advanced in technology, but why is it still poor people? Help me to understand why Jesus said, there will always be poor among you, because the system is designed that way, that only a few of you that learn the education of the system, that can learn how to walk in the system and be rich in the system, but not everyone has opportunity. It's designed that way. Out of all the money in the world, it's enough money for everybody to live an amazing life. But the reason why it will never be equal opportunity, it is because Satan is never an equal man. So watch this. Let's break it down. Everything that's in the world and everything of it. When did the system come in? The day of Adam. What is the system? And this is where you're going to have to go home and pray. And you're going to have to go home and study. Here's the system. Politics. This one's going to be tough. Education. It's part of this system. Literature, science, art, law, commerce. Watch this. Even music. God created Adam in his original world order, Cam, to dwell with God. He was naked. He had no worries. Adam could run and not get musty. It was a perfect world order. There was no paycheck. Adam could work without sweating. Women could have babies and smile. It was a perfect world system. And Satan came along with his bargaining. See, commerce was invented when Satan went to Eve and tried to bargain with her. Reason came into the world when he said, Did God, will you not be like him? Go into the scripture. That's when a new world order began. Now we got to sweat to work. Now women got to suffer and birth. Now the woman is, is under the man in the home. That's a part of this system. So watch this real quick. Everything that makes people trend away from God is a part of a worldly system. Tell me about politics. Are we trending towards God or away from Him? Is it up God that two men can marry? Does not that law happen in the political realm? 
Is it of God that we can tell our little boys, hey, you don't have to be a boy if you don't feel it. You can decide, Tim, to change your name to Tina. It doesn't matter how God created you. Come on, does science really push people to God when it makes us question who really created this thing? Education? Sounds good, don't it? I'm educated. But what have you learned? Education by itself sounds so amazing, but, but what is the power behind what we're educating our children? You're from a monkey. You're from a monkey that evolved into what you see right now. This world was... And he just created. No, there's no mind behind it. This is all just accident. It means nothing. You are just a dot in the universe. That's education. How does commerce move us to God? To make money, you got to take it from somebody else. Did you know that? There is no way for you to make money without taking it from somebody else. So you move into a house that's foreclosure. Look what God gave me. No, the system gave it to you. Because you went out and got good credit in the system. Ain't a miracle that's credit. You got a good job. You got a good check. You making it in the system. And we think blessings happen in the system. When God said it's all temporary, all things fade away. What about law, politics? What about all that? Uh, the grass withered, the trees faded, but the Constitution stands forever. Wait. We've made the Constitution the Bible. And that's why God is going to let the Constitution turn us up on our head. Freedom of speech. If they set Trump down, whether you like him or not, if they set the president down, what do you think they will do to you? Free speech. We can't say what we want. I can't tell Christians to trust God. I'm going to be called irresponsible. Don't you know it's COVID out here? Don't tell people to trust God. We're waiting on numbers to drop before we trust God. I know it's hard, but that's the truth. And instead of me leaving the church, maybe, y'all, we can fix it. Because the church right now, what y'all see, God don't recognize. That's the truth. That's why there's no healing. That's why we're not seeing the elements that the Bible told us we would see when those that do trust him. The evidence does not follow us, y'all, because we only want God when it's convenient for our system. You pray when it's a job on the horizon, but you stop praying when the job ain't what you thought it was. Hard, but it's true. And God is breaking up the system. You ain't even allowed to talk about God in school. How is that real education? Well, we're not telling our young men where they come from. We're not telling our men and women, y'all kings and queens of a kingdom. That you were designed with a with a plan and an intent and a reason why they don't know who they are and they're unstable, y'all, because we're taking God out of school. Can't pray, can't call on them. Separation of church and state. And we got the audacity to say God is a fan of America. It's 
See why, why I was sad? That cosmos is corrupted. An orderly arrangement that created. Now watch this. Created in the day of Adam. When Jesus Christ came on the scene, here's what you want to pay attention to. How did he treat the system? Let me, I don't normally do this. Let me, let me do it. Let me talk to my black folks. I don't know, y'all don't normally do it. Let me talk to people who look like me. When Jesus came on the scene, was not Roman oppressing them? Was not Rome oppressing the Israelites? Did Rome not come and colonize Israel to look like Rome? And the people had to give unto Caesar what was due unto Caesar, right? Jesus came, and they start questioning Jesus. Are you the one? Because for some reason, you ain't addressing the system. Jesus came, y'all, and didn't touch what was Caesar. Look, hold up. You got to be the one to come and fight. So, kingdom, we're ready to fight. No, my kingdom ain't of this world. Y'all, y'all missing it. I didn't come to save the world. I didn't come to save the system. I came to save you from the system. I came to pull you out of the system. You still rely on it so much. You think you can't make it? It is feasible through the hands. You can make it. I don't need to go and talk to Pilate. That's why Jesus was barely talking to him. Yeah, you said it right. I'm a king. My kingdom ain't of this world, bro. Do what you want of me. Put me on the cross. That's why I'm born. Because my death is going to pay the price for all y'all falling in love with a world God hates. So watch this. Jesus came down. He had nothing to do with the system. So the question is, if Jesus lived today, would he be protesting? If Jesus came today, would he wear a Black Lives Matter shirt? All that is a part of a system. Republicans is a part of a system. Democratic Party is a part of a system. Independent, all of it, y'all, is a part of a system. And God ain't have nothing to do with it. But watch this, Barabbas did. The world loves those that are of the system. Barabbas, we want him. Why? Because he's a rioter. Jesus ain't talking about nothing. Jesus ain't going to fight. Jesus ain't going to protest. Jesus going to be silent and let them do whatever they're going to do to him. But Barabbas, that's our man. Give us Barabbas. The Bible says Jesus came into a world and the world knew him not. The world knows his own. So be careful before you want to make it in a world that's on its way to hell. Watch this. God already said the world is guilty as being judged. I'm going to cast out the wicked one, and I want you to be in the world and not of it. Do not be conformed to it. So here's the question. We got kids. We got family. We got to live in this world. How can we be in it but not touch it? We infiltrate it. Yeah, God can call you to be a politician. Yes. God can call you to be a, a teacher in class, a counselor. But God expects you to stay true to his word and not compromise for the system. So yeah, Cam, have the church. Stop trusting God because COVID. That don't mean we stop telling people, please trust God. We used to talk about Dr. Jesus, Dr. Jesus, Dr. Is he not a doctor no more? But this ain't, this ain't, 
The world will call me irresponsible right now, but that's cool because I ain't talking to them. I'm talking to those who hear the truth and know it's the truth because it's that that sets us free. This will change your whole prayer life. In fact, hold on, wait a minute, this part of the world. I shouldn't be attached. So if they want to fire you tomorrow, like I said, clean off your desk and walk out knowing that God has given you a new assignment. God didn't put you in the world to just be so great in the world. What does it profit you? What's the difference? It's the same result. Broke or rich, miserable is miserable. Being miserable on the corner of Rudolph is no different than being miserable in a private jet. So people get in the system, try to make it in the system, and they do make it in the system. And it's the same result. Satan does what he always does. pulls it from him. He's a trickster. He's a liar. And I'll come to tell you all today, the reason why most of our spirit ain't breaking out is because we love the world and God is trying to break us from it. I don't care what's going on in the world, y'all. God is our ruler. He's our communicator. What his word says, become real. You are more likely to die in a car than you are from COVID. Who's still driving? I say this, I say it, don't let my emotion, I say this in truth. And I say it with warning. Watch what's going to happen. God's going to take this thing called the Constitution, and he's going to tear it up. God's going to take this, this, this idolatry of a flag that we worship, and it makes us arrogant. Y'all don't even know how we think about America. We're the greatest country on earth. Can't nobody touch us. Do y'all not know many of us are just arrogant because of that? They call other people in other countries insurgents or terrorists, and we start feeling a certain way about people that look like me and you. The system is going to keep us divided. Watch this. Now they're saying black folk ain't getting vaccine because they black. i tell you why I ain't got it, but that ain't here. That ain't. It ain't got nothing to do with my skin color. They're giving it to everybody who won't want it. But if you watch the news, everything is racism. Everything keeps us divided. And I fell in that chat this summer. I ain't doing it again. Racism is part of that world. And we can go and get a million black men in March on Washington. We can go pull Dr. King up off the grave. The world will look like what it's supposed to look like. Marching on Washington don't fix nothing. Switching presidents don't fix nothing. God waiting on the church to come back. How do we do it? When God begins to show you what the world really is, don't think for one minute he's against you. He's against what you're attached to. And God, being a good parent, will not let you have a sucker before January. The world don't tell you the truth. It don't tell you that things taste good but have a horrible aftertaste. When the world don't tell us the truth, and we leave here wondering, it got to be more. Maybe God ain't giving me what I'm, what I'm supposed to have. And then you look at somebody else's household and you think, well, maybe they're doing something differently. No, listen. 
Come out of the world, get into God, and you will see that all you need is the people he put in your house. Lord, look around. That's who we need. We need other believers. And I'd rather be in a house with my wife, in a one-room house, peaceful, than a 30 bedroom if she's somewhere high and stay away from me. Think about it, y'all. They, they call him Tom Brady, the greatest white man ever. This is what the world does. This is what the world does. Tom Brady, the greatest white man ever, because he can throw a pink skin. See how we value? Come on, men. Y'all know how, how much we know. We, I know. <laughs> we prove myself. We know how much LeBron James weighs. How much does your wife weigh? All y'all that watch sports know what I'm talking about. LeBron James sits down. Strong in the pain. But you can't tell. You don't know what your wife wants for Valentine's Day. Y'all, this world, listen to me. I thank God for breaking me because I no longer care what people think about me. Let, me. let me tell you the truth. Let me tell you the truth. God is going to destroy this system. It, in fact, it's already being destroyed. And we're trying to ignore it because we attach to it. It's been it for years, y'all. And if you're not a believer now, you will be. This system is going down. Come out of it. Because everybody attached to it ain't going to know what to do. Government giving our money we ain't got. I was sitting at home. Hold on, man. Y'all been have, y'all had all this money this whole time? Y'all remember when Bush sent out $300? Y'all, we in debt, and we in debt, 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 y'all. It's, 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 a, it's a boiling point, and this world is on delicacy right now. Y'all, stop ignoring it. So God is calling us. So whatever you're going through in your private life, we all going through something. Everybody don't admit it. Everybody don't share it, but that's okay. Your pastor shouldn't have been the only one confessing in this season. Shouldn't have been by myself. God says, watch this. Let me read the scripture, and I'm, I'm getting out of here. Let me, let me, give, you, let me give you something. 1 John chapter 2, 15. It says this, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the, the eyes and pride is in possession. It's not of the Father, it is of the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides for Ever. Watch this. John 15 and 18. Excuse me, I read that one. John 2 and 15. Lord, y'all, I must have read. Put the scriptures here doubled up. Forgive me. Romans 2 and 12. 12 and 2. Do not be conformed of this world, but be transformed by what? Renewing the way you think. Lean not on your own understanding, because your own understanding was created in the system. And no matter how much you want to understand God, you cannot understand Him. You gotta trust Him. It is blind faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We believe in things that are unseen, not the things that are seen. So God said, "Don't lean, don't lean on your understanding. Come on up out of it. Renew your mind. That by testing you can discern what is the will of God, 
James 4 and 4. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. So go on desire. Go on desire to be on somebody's poster. Go on desire. Go ahead desire to be in Hollywood. And I know many of y'all don't. And good. How many things have Satan? Watch this. What about looking nice? What is wrong with taking tone, fabric, and bringing it together to be aesthetically pleasing? Understand what you're touching. Understand what's behind that. Understand the power that is behind looking nice. That's all self. The Bible says Jesus took off his beauty and came into this earth, y'all. So am I wrong for looking nice? No. I, I believe you should match. It's okay to match. I got on blue socks right now. Watch this. Here's the problem. When you base your value on how you look, when you look at other people, like, they can't tell me nothing because they don't look as nice as I do. Or I don't want advice from them is because they house ain't like this. Oh, I want to talk to them because that's where I want to go. And you end up missing people with wisdom and knowledge that he placed in your life because you want to look like the world. Don't be a successful failure. Because what people don't tell you is after they get it, they want more. Because the power behind looking nice and having stuff is more. Meaning, it's not, it don't fulfill you. And then it becomes a cycle. You can finally got out of debt. And the car is finally. You can make it in it. And now you want another car. Some people, listen, if you know this ain't of you, just say amen. But there are many Christians still trapped into this. So see, when they ain't got nice stuff, they think God ain't been good to them. Them beautiful kids and that, that wonderful wife and your peaceful home. God ain't good to you because you got to go clock in at a job you don't like. When your kids need to say, I'm hungry. There was one day I was with my son, Justice, and I left my debit card, and I couldn't feed him. And he kept saying he was hungry. And I thought for myself, if I really had to feed this boy and couldn't, it would kill me. How many of y'all go to the trash like this? How many of y'all mad because you finally got $100 you got to spend it on a new tire? Man, I'm spending it. Get some new shoes with these. Man, I got to buy a tire. Listen, listen. God has blessed you. You missed it. Finally got extra money. Now I got this meal. Hello? Whenever you adapt to a mindly world set, it is never enough. God will give, 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 and you will continue to complain. So God says, I'm done. Be broken. Fall to your knees and realize, not who I've been, but who you've been. You've been ungrateful. So I stand on that. Politics, 
education, law. Come on, law. You know you can manipulate law. That's why Wall Street is thriving and we poor. The trickle-down system. We get tax breaks to big companies expecting them to hire more people. Y'all, the system is broken. But God's system, the system he talks about that's not of this world, he told us, look, just be patient. I'm going to prepare a place. I, I, you don't even desire this. I, I want you to work on finding who I am. I want you to yoke yourself to me. And I want you to learn of me. I want you to know that who I really am. And I want you to know who you are. And I want you to know what I put inside of you. And you are not at that place. You are not at the factory to be like everybody else in the factory. Yeah, they're cussing and crazy, but I put you there to be a light. Don't be conformed. So go to your job and listen to them talk. Don't be fake. Don't be boozing. Pastor said, remove myself. That ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying infiltrate it and be the light. If you want to run for office, go. But understand it's the power behind it. Don't compromise, and you got to be willing to be a martyr. People want to call me crazy for telling the trusted spirit and not seeing it? Sorry. You got to be willing. What did Jesus say? The world hated me first. So if it hates you, that is a recognition of who you belong to. Stand true in every aspect. No matter who's going to walk away. No matter who's going to change. No matter what you lose. Don't compromise. Don't desire the system so much that you're willing to walk away from your creator to make it in it. You attach yourself into it, you get judgment just like the world does. So go to work. Make your money. You hear me? Provide for your family. Understand where your source comes from. And you know what? That's hard, y'all. Peer pressure is still real, even for us grown folks. So you sit there in that table and everybody else talking that crazy stuff and you speak from the place of God. You don't have to be cutthroat to make it. You ain't got to go to your boss talking about, look at them over there, boss, because you want their position. You ain't got to do that. Women, you don't have to elevate yourself above your husband. What is the world system doing? It's bringing men down and it elevates women, right? Sounds good, don't it? That women could be equal. No, women need to be where God placed them. Men need to be where God placed them. Don't use your reason to try to understand it. Trust God in it. I'll prove it to you. Look at our kids right now. When the woman got out of her role, and when the man is out of his role, look at the family. Don't discipline your kids no more. Look at the family. You know kids can divorce their parents? That's the world. Hey, Mom, I'm done with you. What do you mean? I got a lawyer. Well, the court can come in, man, and take your son from you. 
because they don't think you're a good father. Not understanding they're going to destroy the son. We take people who are drug addicts and put them in prison and expect them to, to recover. Y'all, I could keep going on and on and on about this broken system. I'm not. God wants us out of it. How are you going to come out? Be patient in your breaking. When God shows you something about this world, believe it. Don't be a scoffer. Do y'all get the sense, and I'm going to close with this, do y'all get the when talking about the world, a hopeless feeling? That no matter, Pastor, what's the point of talking about it? Ain't nothing we can do to change it. You're right. There is no hope in it because God has judged it. Our only hope is in God. And Jesus, when he came the first time, he came to save. The next time, there's no olive branch. John the Revelator said, I saw him at the head of thousands. John said, I saw him treading the wine press alone, trotting the wicked under his feet. Bible said, Jesus is coming back with a double-edged sword. He's coming back with an army. He's coming back with armor. He's not coming back, y'all, to preach. He's coming back, the Bible says, his eyes or as a flame of fire. Jesus coming back with judgment. And if you will be honest with me, you know that judgment has begun. So the world and the definition, this cosmos, is talking about a world order that God is about to break up. You're going to have to go home and review that. Pray on that. Process that. But right now, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray that no enemy can make you think this world has all your value because it doesn't. My man on his way to college, man, go to college and go be great. Go learn how to pass a test so you can do whatever you want to do. But understand, God has a plan for you. And whatever he puts you is to be used by him and not to look like them. You are not better. You have just been discovered in the light. God, we give you honor. And we give you glory. God, we just ask you one thing, God. Remove us from this world you've called an enemy. Help us to not love it so much. We're afraid to walk away from it. Help the church to be what it's supposed to be. For we all know this isn't it, God. This is not it. So I pray, God, as you bring revelation, as you begin to break us and separate us and consecrate us under you, God, I pray you let your will be made known so we know what's yours and what's not. Help us to believe in your way, your order, rather than of the wicked one. We want to worship you but know you in our hearts. So I pray for our hearts, our minds, and I pray, God, we won't be conformed to this world. Please help us. Please help us come on. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank God. Come on, let's give God some praise. Give God glory. Take just 30 seconds for a moment and you have your prayer. Just take a moment. I think we sometimes moved it too fast at this portion. I just said a lot. Take a moment. And ask God to speak to your heart. Ask God to speak. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace, but in the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. Amen. For those of you that are watching online, we give our glory. Um, we're getting ready to open up the doors of the church. For those of you that are online, if you want to continue to give in New Horizons, you can go to Giveafly and find us on New um, our name under New Horizon. We thank you for your gift. We're so grateful for all of you that come. Thank you, God, for being here with us today. Um, but we'll say goodbye to those of you that are online. And at this portion, we'll welcome in some new members of the church. God bless you. Uh, we love you.